Welcome to Rack Rack Rock, your home of the nerd apocalypse. Boom, we're recording. Hey! We have Fred, Fred Flintstone in the house. <laughs> I couldn't say Flintstone there. <laughs> Uh, hey everybody, welcome to another Ragnar Rock actual play. Uh, I'm Ryan, I'm going to be GMing this session. We're going to be playing Heart the City Beneath. Uh, this is a game by Grant Howitt and Christopher Taylor, uh, set in the world of Spire, in the undercity that uh, borders on another dimension. Another dimension! Another dimension. Um, so as I said, I'm, I'm going to be GMing. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and your characters? Alright, well I'm Alex... And I am going to be playing Cadwallader, uh, the human deadwalker. He was dead, but then he got better. Uh, he accidentally did it to himself while researching death, which got him kicked out of college. The dean frowned upon him, uh, killing himself that way. Fair. They have to carry so much insurance when the students do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, it was a uh, off-the-books extracurricular, so they really hated that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he got kicked out of college at the Spire and decided to go down into the heart where he could research death uh, a little more hands-on because a lot more people died down there. Uh, so that's what he's doing. He's, he's researching death uh, and trying to figure out a way to connect the pre, the afterlife and the current life. Mm. And And there's no better place to do that than down in the heart. Yeah. That's it. Cat's Cadwallader. Alright. And I'm Eric. And I'm going to be playing uh, an Elfer. Is it how am I pronouncing that? I think it's Elfir. Elfir, deep apiarist, named A Thousand Tiny Agonies. You could shorten it however you want. He's not incredibly particular about it. Um, He is, as stated, a deep apiarist. He has the um, a swarm of bees. <laughs> he has a trait filled with bees. Yes. <laughs> uh, some of his organs are replaced with complex co- copies made from wax by industrious bees that live within me. As you do. Which organs? Um, probably, like, half of them. What about your spleen? Uh, only the two E's, so it could be like for B. Okay. Yeah. So, squacks. <laughs> you know, if he reclaims those. I was I was watching a YouTube video. If you get hit hard enough in the spleen, your spleen can actually like fracture, and you can grow extra spleens oh, because damn. the cells just like transplant themselves elsewhere in your body. Wow. Shit. Let's get on this. I need some more of those. Um, I'm a deep apiarist because uh, my I was injured grievously in what I do not know was a plan orchestrated by the the colony who are my current masters and they offered me the chance to continue living in exchange for becoming a deep apiarist and replacing organs with wax and being their tool to go down to the heart and uh, extend their power nice and I said okay because I didn't want to die and then it was awful and things, now, you're, now you're a bee guy. Yeah. Things generally are. I'm a little nuts. That's the way things go. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so this scenario is called uh, Any Way You Slice It, and the plot was developed by Mr. Christopher Baumler. Mm. Uh, um, right. So... <laughs> 
You guys have, uh, I'm going to start you off at the dungeon door, as it were. You have uh, accepted a, a job from a decadent Elfier noble named Lord Comet's Tail Twinkle Von Penisender. Um, he has hired you to procure a loaf of uh, tomatenbrot. Uh, which is a scrumptious bread with a delicate crumb slathered in a sweet tomato paste from the city beneath. Uh, Lord Penisender has sampled the wares of the finest bakers in Spire and has decided that the greatest of these uh, are that of a drow baker named Juinor, uh, who operates a bakery stall out of the Blueport Market uh, in the Tower, which is a nearby landmark. In um, the heart? Or? In the heart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the heart is, it refers both to, like, the pulsating rift in reality at the center of the Undercity, and generally to the whole Undercity itself. Gotcha. Um, so, um, Lord Penisinder has offered to paint the two of you in payment, if you return with their bread. Is that... Good. Um, they are an artist of some renown. Um, so an individual portrait would be a uh, D8 fragile haven uh, resource for each of you. Or if you want to do a group portrait, that would be a D10. Mm. But there will only be one of them, and it cannot be mm. subdivided. Right. So you guys can... Uh, they, they are um, conducting this... Uh, Negotiation with you through an emissary uh, who is um, uh, a drow serving his durance. Um, he approached you uh, in the streets of Derelictus uh, to to make you this offer. Um, I guess you made it known that you know you were available to um, you know go on go on some delves for people. I'm just using my jacket as a bed. She doesn't want it to smell like Gracie. That's okay. <laughs> um, so their their lordship is is very eager to uh, have a have a fresh loaf of bread. So if if you would be so kind, uh, as, as as soon as you as soon as you you know pick it up, please hurry back here with all haste, and you shall be handsomely rewarded with fine art of yourself. Would his lordship be willing to paint my? Death in the paint in the portrait as well. I'm I'm sure their lordship would. Uh, Wait a minute, I'm going to change it. I'm Peter Laurie now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure their lordship would uh, welcome that opportunity if you if you could describe said entity to them. Oh no, she defies description. I'll have to. We'll have to manifest her. Perhaps. Uh, we could do it at the site of an old battlefield where many have died. Hmm. Or I could slit my wrists a little bit and let myself bleed out. We'll figure something out. Uh, well, th their lordship is is very keen on either of those ideas. Uh, they they paint uh, scenes of, of death and devastation quite often. It is an interesting subject. Alright, Ryan, here's what I'm gonna need you to do. Every single line I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it three times, and you have to edit them together to be a swarm of me talking. <laughs> Get right on that. Just, just do your impression of a barbershop quartet. Alright. Oh, <laughs> or see if you could download a voice, a voice modulator on your phone. 
So we're, we're, we're you're having us just go get bread for you. That that's the big important mission. We're 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 delivering bread. I I mean, it is a mission of great importance to Lord Penis Cinder. We're we're. Why don't we just go to a grocery store? Well, uh, as I explained, their lordship has sampled the breads from. Uh, all over the city of Spire and the surrounding lands, and, and the greatest of these breads is the Tomatenbrot of Juinor the Baker. What kind of spread does he like on this bread? Uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, sweet tomato paste slathered all on top. The, <laughs> their lordship uh, needs this bread for their birthday party. Right, Do you right. want us to, to put the tomato paste on when we get it, or should we put that in a separate container and Bring them both back so his lordship could do it himself. I I do not know. Um, I I would I would query the baker about that. The baker would likely know how best to serve his yes, wares. Yes, of course. Perhaps a honey glaze. <sighs> no, they said tomato paste. So yeah, you have to go. You have to go get ketchup bread from hell. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can, you can decide, um, on, you know, how you want to be painted at the end. Uh, the, the emissary tells you that, uh, their lordship would be, would be very, very happy to paint you in the, uh, at the site of a, of an old battle, uh, or if you wanted to bleed yourself a little. Mm, I'll have to see. Um, so... <clears throat> The, uh, the undercity of the city between Derelictus is built into an old, uh, train station. Um, it was, it was meant to be the central hub of the Vermissian network that bridged the, um, the undercity with the city above. Um, so, so think like 19th century levels of, you know, um, steel and glass cathedrals. Um, they never actually connected it to the network, um, and when they plugged the Vermissian into the heart, they, they basically dammed the whole network to, uh, the whole mass transit system to, um, endless weirdness and, and being, like, slightly out of sync with reality. Um, so it's a grand old train station, um, with, uh, you know... Maybe maybe like a century's worth of uh, dilapidation, and and people have just like moved in and built structures, and uh, it's it's kind of a shanty town now. Okay. Um. So, uh, in order to um, get to the tower, you're going to have to descend through um, a uh, transfer passage. Um, so the way that delves work in this system is uh, to, to get from one landmark to another, you go on a delve. It has a hit point value um, that's its resistance. And as you do actions, um, you know, you, you basically take away hit points from, from that resistance. Uh, bless you. Thank you. So you, you, descend, you descend down to the train platforms that just sort of hang over an endless abyss. Um, 
you you take some spiral staircases, uh, you know, down into the living rock. Spire, oh, yes, spiral. I get it. You, 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 you nailed it there. Thank you. Um, descend into the living rock, and you come um, into um, a, a room with uh, like very ornate uh, mosaic tiles. Um, there, there are two passages. One of them has collapsed, and the other one has. Um, Let's take that one. Like mm-hmm. a century-old um, magical wooden escalator with uh, uh, a rope strung across it with a sign that says "out of service," um, and it just descends into the darkness. But an escalator can never break down; it could only become stairs. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is what happened. It became magical stairs. Yeah. Um, so just uh, around you, you see. Um, uh, ne- next to the next to the passage, um, there's there's um, like a like a flickering mage light. Uh, it's it casts kind of an an eerie like greenish glow over the room, um, and it's plugged into something that looks kind of like a breaker box, um, and that has um, like a like a big cable that that comes into it, um, and you can see that there are. Further mage lights that like go down the tunnel, uh, but they are all dark. The version of the deep apiaris that's filled with moths is right by it. <laughs> um, I'm going. Can I go over and inspect that cable? Like, is the junction box working? Is there power that can or that we can restore to the lights? Uh, sure, you can. Um, if you if you want to roll uh, with. Technology and mend. Oh, I don't have any of those. Hey, Tiny, come look at this. What? What is it? What's I think you might be able to fix this box up so we could get the lights back on. Oh, let me let me take a look at that. Uh, let's see. Is there some? Is it, also, I think you're you're much taller than I am. Yeah, I figure so I'm. I, I'm a, I call you Tiny. Right. I figured I'm just because I'm Peter Lorre. Uh-huh. If he looked more dead. <laughs> You know how um, bees, when killing yellow jackets, will surround it and buzz and heat it up until it dies. Can you? Can I get some bees to try heat to heat it up to until it lives? Burn and get the <laughs> get a spark of power going in it. Uh, sure, they are mystical bees. Each of them has is inscribed with a unique like glyph that glows a kind of pleasant blue. Hmm. Um. So describe what it what it looks like and um, what you do and um, give it a roll. Uh, like I said, uh, mend technology uh, and one one. So you start with one d ten, right? Uh, and if you have mend or technology, I have mend. Okay. So, so I I open my mouth and the bees start coming out. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, they, you know, a, a small group of them swarms into the uh, into the light. Trying, you could, to- I know, I've seen art. Like you could have holes like coming out of you, like where they've built hives that come out like through oh. your skin, oh. and they'll just crawl out of you. Which I don't even know if that's worse pouring <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> well, maybe sometimes they come out one way, sometimes they come out it's, the other. It's don't even least, ask about it, the other way. It's at least equal. Like, Trust me, the last way is worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I poop <laughs> <laughs> Um 
So they'll fl- flood into there and try to buzz and um, get that power moving with the power of their vibrations. All right, and before you roll, I think if uh, if this doesn't go well, it's going to be echo stress for you. All right. Well, fuck that, Delvin. I got it. Okay. Sega Saturn. Um, don't think it's going too well. I got a four and a two. A four and a two. Okay. Um, so in that case, uh, roll me a d4. Um, I don't have any dice, so. Here it is. Four. Four. Uh Okay, you take four echo stress. That doesn't sound good. And now roll me a d12. I don't want to take that much echo stress. Now you want to get. Twelve. Okay, you do not uh, you do not take fallout. Oh, good. Yeah, so when, when whenever you take stress, then you roll a d12, and if you get at or under your total stress, mm-hmm. you erase all your stress, but then you get fallout. Is it all your stress you erase, or the new uh, stress? It depends you got? on if right. you um, if you take major fallout, you clear all your stress. If you take minor fallout, you just clear the track that you took the stress on. Um. All right, uh, so so your bees go, you know, swarming swarming into the light, uh, and they they crawl into the um, into the breaker box, um, and you can you can hear them, you know, buzzing um, very very uh, aggressively inside, um, and the the breaker box, uh, you know, like sparks a couple of times. And the mage light like flares up and then burns out. Good job. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're going in the dark then. <laughs> Let me do work. Why are why are they listening to me? I think they listen to you. It's just you didn't listen hard enough. Well, it wasn't the bees. It was the box. Um, the bees crawl out from the breaker box, you know, like almost kind of timidly, and they they are doing their dance of apology mm-hmm. to you. And speaking of which, because I like you so much, when you know, as you as you see them dancing, and mm-hmm. and you know this means that they're sorry, right? Um, uh, a, a strange a strange bee has joined your hive. Huh? It's, it's Who's not that? it's not one of yours. Who's this? Which one have you brought him? Um, they they all kind of like surround it and and are are looking at it, um, and it it dances. Uh, up to you. Um, that it is. Um, it was sent by the colony. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, right, right. What, what is it? What is um, it? it dances that you are. You are to take it um, and and find it a hive. Uh, you know, at your at your destination, where it can. Um, it can. It can take root. And um, basically infiltrate. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Uh, come on, we've got plenty of housing. Yeah, come on. You make a new friend there, Tiny. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a uh, very, very important. This one. Oh, right. better watch out for him then. Of course, uh, I protect every every bee, every bee in me. Every single bee, every single, all 12,000, uh, every single one, all of my heart. Um, Is that still there, the heart? Yes, mostly. You think so? You Partially. Think so? Partially. 
Part, may, maybe one of the ventricles is uh, is now wax, but um, so it it flies back into your mouth with the other bees, uh, and it feels like weird and foreign inside you. Like you know exactly where it is. You're the the rest of the swarm. You know, just kind of feels like you, but this doesn't. Mm. Um, so yeah, you guys are at the top of uh, an out of order escalator that seems to have been sitting uh, abandoned for the better part of a century. What do you want to do? Let's go down. It's in my brain. It's in my brain. It's out. Okay. Right. What were we saying? We got some bread to get. Yeah. 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 Let's let's do it. Let's get it. The bread with the ketchup. The tomato? The tomato paste. I don't know what ketchup is. We gotta catch up to the, the, the plan. Yeah, let's go. Alright, so the way you do dis, the way you do damage to, um, uh, uh, delve is by using the delve skill. If you have any equipment that, I that has the, delve the skill. that has the delve, um, I have a dire- tag. dimensional barometer that has the Delve D6 tag. Um, so that will do additional damage if you if you pass that off to uh, Caldwalder. But that's a one-time thing, right? Um, no, I think I think you can use it over and over oh. again. It doesn't expend itself. Oh. Um, so um, if you if you don't have equipment, then you do a D4 of damage. Uh, the barometer will let you do a D6. Do I have to roll the skill first, or do I just do it? Uh, no, you you roll the skill. Okay. So I'm um, lending him the barometer. Or yeah. Because I, I don't have delve, I can't. I mean, you could you you don't need a skill. It just means you don't get a, a die for the. Um, so the the um, domains here are desolate technology and Warren. No, I have desolate. <coughs> so um, Caldwaller would be rolling um, three dice. Then. Three dice. So desolate and delve. Here, you need a hands up. Oh, I always take that. I like yes. to carry these around, even though I'm not very good at using them, but I All figure right. I always find some of this. Let me, let me see what I can do. I got two dice. So that's a four and a six. And another four. So six. Okay. Um, so that, I believe, is uh, a success at a cost. So um, I'm gonna say I didn't say I didn't say what kind of stress you would take. So none. Um. Echo. You know what? Yeah, go with go with echo. How much? Um. So you roll a d4. I roll a d4. And then check for um fallout. I got a two. Okay. So but I have one echo, uh, protection. echo protection. So I just take one. Mm-hmm. And I roll a d12. <laughs> So as long as I don't get a one. I got a twelve. Nice. Okay, so no no fallout for you. And I do a D six of damage to the To the Delve. To the Delve. Four. Four. Nice. Um Alright. Do we know how much health the Delve has? Uh no. Okay. Um so uh as you as you descend the the escalator, um it it gets a bit um crooked in its in its track. Uh, the the stairs are, are very uneven um, and you reach a point where uh, it, it looks like um, 
some of the stairs like jumped the track and like bunched up on each other. I think I found the problem. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's kind of a huge like maybe eight or f- ten foot gap um, between you and the bottom of the escalator. Um, this this whole area it's it's um, you you do have like torches, um, but it's not. It's it's not very well lit at all. Um, there's like a disgusting black ichor or slime that's like dripping from the from the really quite lovely mosaic that they've <laughs> you know lined this tunnel with. Um, so what do you do? Uh, I'm gonna kill it. I have my kill skill. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, your turn, Eric. Hmm. So there's a big gap that we uh, let's see. Is there anything around that I can maybe knock down to cross to put across the gap to try to climb down? Um, you could you could probably like try to kick at the stairs. Um, it it is um, pretty much analogous to a modern escalator, so uh, you you could like try to rip the rubber banister like off of its track and, and use it as like a rope, but it has been sitting down here for quite some time and might not hold your weight. Mm. Um, it's worth a try. <clears throat> you are, you are, um, you are carrying like a full, uh, regiment of like, um, uh, adventuring supplies on you. So you could say, well, I have, I have like a rope or, you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, that's easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you can know, I tie, tie assist, or is that not a thing? No, you can. You just need to have an applicable uh, uh, either skill or domain. I don't know what skill I would be <laughs> using here. I've hunted oh men's. I mean, I so I think sneak. delve delve is what you would want to use. Uh, I don't have uh, that. I do. I guess maybe I should do it again. Um, well, I mean, anybody can make checks. Uh, n- none yeah. of this is risky, so you roll with at least one die just to... Well, I'll try it because I have a rope. You probably do too, but I said I have it via Ryan saying I could yep. say I have it. And I'll help you. I'm going to use, I'll use my discern skill to help and like point out a good place like... Try to throw the rope onto that over there. Alright, and I'll say that this is going to cost you supply stress if you if you fail. What number am I looking to hope to roll? Um, higher than a six. But does he get an extra die? For yes, him? you do. Oh, because I have. Well, I already got a six. And an eight. An eight. Okay, uh, so that's a success without stress. Hooray! Um, so you, you tell him uh, where, to, where to toss the rope. Um, and the two of you managed to clamber down it. Um, Eric, roll me a d4, and you do that much damage to Delve. Two. Two. Okay. Two, two, two. Okay. Um, so you guys find yourself now in what looks like a pretty typical, like, subway transfer passage. Uh, picture, picture like, um, you know, the... New York City, New York City subway tiles, long tunnel. Um, you see a, a little <coughs> bit further down, um, uh, it, it kind of like branches out into into a couple of different pathways. Um, so you you reach kind of like a crossroads. Um, down down one avenue, you hear uh, what what sounds like somebody 
somebody like playing a guitar. Um, one one pathway is um, wet. Uh, the the floor is like flooded with maybe like ankle deep water, um, and you can hear water rushing from somewhere down there. Um, and the way forward um, is is just dark. Um, so, which way would you like to go? Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like we have to go down. Yeah. So, you say that? Um, should we? Should we go see what the music's all about? It is. It is nice. Uh, definitely catching my ear. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go check out the busker. Buzzker. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> That's a B joke. Oh, okay. To tell all the time around, around the hive. Doesn't always contextually apply, but, all you right. know, these don't have a lot of jokes. So, uh, you, you turn a corner and, um, there's, there's kind of a, a, a staircase with a landing, you know, leading you up to, uh, what, what looks like it should have been a Vermissian platform. Um, but is is kind of overgrown with like thick ropey veins. Um, oh, gross! <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> and uh, you you see, um, kind of like uh, the, there's there's some there's like another stairway that that goes down uh, with a big sign pointed that says exit. Um, right in front of that. Uh, there is like an open guitar case just on the ground. Uh, inside it is, um, everything, everything in here is just like, um, decayed and ancient and, and rotten, but the, the guitar itself is pristine. Um, and it appears to be playing itself. Ah. And you hear a voice. Hello? Have you come? Have you come to hear my song? I mean, we were on another adventure, but we we're, went we're, this way. We're passing through, but uh, how long no. is the song? No, you you must you must stay. I've been I've been waiting for so many years <coughs> for somebody to to listen. You, you must you must hear. You picked a bad platform to set up, man. <laughs> I, I didn't exactly have much of a choice. It does happen around here. Did hundreds of voices in your head tell you to do this too? I, I'm used to that. I, it's 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 been so long since I've heard any voice but but my own. Um, the uh, a figure kind of like shimmers into view, but then if you if you kind of look at it, you look differently at it. Um, it it fades out into obscurity. You can't really tell if it's actually a figure or a, or a, sh- a shadow um, being cast by your flickering torchlight. Um, it, it says, oh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for so long. Please, please, you must listen. Uh, and then it, it strikes the most, uh, like, hideous chord that you've ever heard. You, you can feel it in your vertebrae and your teeth. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think we should listen to uh, you. You must listen. You must. Please. You must. So, um, does anybody... As a as a dead walker, mm-hmm. um, your you you see your death mm-hmm. um, come comes up behind you from the from the stairwell, um, and she she looks over at this thing, and then points at you, and then points at it. I understand, my love. Uh, what? Yeah, you can't see my death, right? Um, uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to say to her I'm going to point to Would you like to do the honors of the first? I'm going to use the uh, Grim Reaper Okay uh, So it's a kill D8 ranged So I'm assuming that she can Get it from where we're standing uh, Yep um, So I have kill So that's two dice um, Is this a desolate domain? Uh, yes it is So it's Three die. Oof. Wait. Yeah, because I have start, one, one die to do one. it. Yep. And then kill gives me another die, and then desolate gives me a third die. Yep. All right. So I want to get this too. So let's see what we got. That's uh, a six, or well, this one was a two, so I'll re-roll that. Or a one. So six. Six. Okay. Uh, so that is a success with cost. Um, right. So this is once again going to be echo. All right. So do I actually do- go, go with mind. Do I do that before or after I roll for the damage? Um, resolve it first. Alright, so D4? D4, yeah. Uh, well, wait a second, because uh, this is a specific thing, not just a... Uh, wait a second. Oh, sorry, that's a D6. Oh, alright, that's worse. But the roll was better, so two. Two. And then the D12. And it's your total stress, so you're rolling against three. Oh, with the echo too? Yeah. Well, I got a six. Okay, so, so you're, you're fine with the, with the fallout for now. So that's mind, and then, where's my D8? Of damage. Three. Three. Okay. Um, so it, it shrieks. Um, she, what does it look like when your death attacks this thing? Uh, so she's like, I feel like she's standing right next to me and she has her left arm like draped over my shoulder, uh, and just calmly gestures forward with her right hand and points a finger at him and a trail of black smoke for in this case just like languidly comes out, uh, and goes over and wraps around its neck and then just suddenly tightens. Okay. And so he's like, ah, as he suddenly gets like choked for a minute before it like just poof, dissipates. Okay, it's an interesting first first uh, first lyric. Um, so it it shrieks um, a thousand tiny agonies. Uh, you for a brief moment catch a glimpse of um, Caldwaller's death. Oh, uh, as it as it points at these at this thing, and you can see that they're kind of uh, made of the same shadowy, insubstantial uh, stuff. Um, it's uh, it you know basically when the when the shadow. Um, Noose that this that the death made for it dissipates. Uh, it it shrieks um, and it strikes the same uh, chord again. Uh, it is a you know you must you must listen you must listen and the guitar uh, picks itself up and starts like spinning toward the two of you. Looks like it's aiming for you. So uh, what do you do? 
Can I try to intercept it with maybe maybe within the bees there are some of those uh, is it hornets that chew on wood? Carpenter bees? That's no, carpenter ants. Right, but there are there, there are carpenter bees. Um, they're they're termite bees, but they're they're those are loners. They don't. Oh. Uh, Damn. Um, but your bees are magic. They <clears throat> they can chew on wood. That's too. true. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to send some to intercept the attack. Um, all right. Uh, I would call that evade if you've got it. Uh-oh. All right. Um, otherwise, you, you, the domains, like I said, are Desolate Tech and Warren. No luck for that here, so I guess I'm just going with a straight old ten roll. Four. Okay. Um, the the bees do not... Um, do not catch the guitar as it as it spins toward you. It's the bees! They do nothing. <laughs> um, I'll I'll say take that as blood stress. Um, how, how much? So D six. Two. Two. And then you roll a D twelve, and you you want to roll above your total stress. Nine. Total so you, stress for that for blood for everything. Oh, you so added, I'm still over. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, you add it all up. Um, so, so, um, you, you, um, the, the guitar goes whizzing through your bees, um, and, you know, you, you can hear them buzz angrily as, uh, it, you, you think it's about to, like, smash itself against the opposite wall, but instead it, um, like, boomerangs back, and it looks like it's coming to make another pass at you. Right. So, what do you we do? Gotta, we gotta fight Quick Draw McGraw here. Uh, <laughs> El Caban. Yes, El Caban. Uh, Caldwalder is going to... I'm gonna pull out his Ritual Blade. Um, and when we see is... Is it just the guitar, or do we see that, like, shadowy figure? Like, is he holding the guitar? Um... You don't you don't see the figure uh, unless you're like not quite looking at it. Then you can kind of see it like out of the corner of your gotcha. eye in a flickering torchlight. All right. Well, um, you you realize that um, what your what your death was trying to tell you was that this thing is also dead. You're fighting a ghost. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to attack his guitar with my knife. Okay. So that's it's still I'm just kill and desolate. So I still have three dice. Well, that's a ten. Yeah, ten. Okay, uh, so that's double double the damage. Do um, I roll twice or do I roll once and double? I think it? you roll once and double. Roll four. Three, so six. Okay. Um, so um, you destroy the guitar. Um, ba- basically, you you kind of step to the side as it's as it's hurling toward you, hurtling toward you, and drive your knife right through it, and it makes a very satisfying <clears throat> yeah. noise, um, and falls out of the air uh, in in pieces, and and basically like disintegrates on the platform and and blows away. <sighs> Um, you you look over at this thing and you you can kind of see it, um, and it it looks stunned for a second. Um, it, it is um, uh, uh, I didn't really decide. It was it's a it's a human uh, young uh, young male. Um, it it kind of 
this this look of calm and peace comes over it. Um, and then it says, "I guess I wasn't cut out for the music business after all." <laughs> Thank you. And it just kind of dissipates. Oh, that's a shame. He would have made a good subject for study. <laughs> uh, Caldwallader is wearing a dirty, tattered old lab coat from his, his university research days. So he tucks his, uh, his ritual, ritual dagger away. Um, I guess the guitar case disappeared too. Uh, no, it's it's still there. Is there um, anything in it? It's, it's just empty. Yeah. Or do you, you know what? Um, maybe maybe there's like uh, a D four bag of coins in it. All right. Ooh. We got a D four bag of coins. Um, just just call it. Um, Quite bad. I guess call it call it a cult because you got them off of a ghost. Oh right. Okay. The four coins, occults, and the uh, the currency inspires sten. So there's there's a, it's a bag of sten, silver nice. silver sten. So why were we uh, going after him? I thought he was just going to play his music. Oh no, he he was a ghost, and he was probably going to be some sort of curse or terrible siren song that could have led us to our own demises. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably good we did that. Also, that first chord was really bad. I don't think it would have been a good song. <laughs> um, so, uh, roll, roll a d4. Yep. Three. Three, okay. Um, <coughs> so, um, behind it, there was like a, a like I said, a, a stairwell marked exit. Um, mm-hmm. There was a locked gate. Uh, covering that stairway, and you hear a, a loud metallic groan and a thunk um, as as the gate falls open. Um, also, so, that oh yeah, because he was guarding it. Yeah, you you put the ghost to rest, and uh, it gave you a boon. Oh, cool! Thanks, ghost. They he also would have let you through if you listened to his song. <laughs> he was just waiting for someone to listen to his song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have it would have done uh, either echo or, or mind stress though because it was a, a, a song from beyond the grave. Right, yeah. someone who's been sitting in the abandoned train tunnel for however long. I should have listened been. to him. Mm-hmm. Well, Caldwallader now regrets missing out on that ghost song. Yeah, I could have had some mind stress and that would have made my bees more damaging, although in the beginning of the situation we would have cleared. Okay. Uh, oh, wait a second. Uh, oh, that's when I fought. My, okay. When I suffer fallout, my death reacts. Okay. So I guess we'll head down the stairs. Is there going to be any more musicians on the way? I could actually go for a song. I sure hope so. I mean, these trips down can be interesting, but also sometimes they get kind of boring, you know? If he plays just the right chord, he'll he'll harmonize with a a never, 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 never ending buzzing in my ears. Never. Every single moment of the day. I can't sleep every single moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, So you... It's in my ear. Yeah. It flew back. It is. Down Down the neck. Down the neck. It's it's kind of like into the chest. Yeah, it's right here. It's fascinating. <laughs> you should be dead, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, they took care of that. 
Um, so you reach a point where the stairs just kind of like, kind of slowly fade away into into a, a, a rock slide. Like the like the rocks just kind of grew over the stairs because you're pretty sure they they keep going, but uh, it doesn't look like anything collapsed. It's just. Uh, like fading into a into a weird liminal like transition between one place and another. Uh, so if someone wants to give me another delve roll, uh, nope. that should be that should be enough to bring you guys home. Um, desolate. Uh, yeah, desolate will work. That's a nine. Do I got a ten? No, nine. Big in. No. All right. Um, and you, are you still six? using the barometer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm using my barometer. D six. My yep. barometer. Six. Okay. That's a big number. Um, that that does it. Um, Great success. High seven. High seven. Oh, that was a bad one. Wait. Yeah. Redo. Okay. Cool. Better. You walk down the you walk down the rocky slope, and you eventually emerge into uh, a pretty vast uh, cavern. Um, you you can see. Um, uh, a structure, uh, almost like somebody took a skyscraper and just planted it in a, in a cave underground. Uh, it's about 30 stories tall. Oh. Um, you, you can see that on, cave. on one, yeah, it's, it's very tall. Um, you, you can see that on one end of it, um, there's, there's some scaffolding and, um, they, they have like, um, like leather tarpaulins draped over what appears to be like a big hole in the side of the building. Um, there are some, there are some, um, drow and high elves, uh, looks like they're, they're assessing the damage. Um, one of them, one of them seems to be, um, directing, directing the work. Um, there are, um, there aren't any people other than that that you can see. Um, the the ca- the cavern itself is is vacant. Um, so what you know about the tower? Um, I'll just read you guys the. One. The tower. Um, it is uh, a social experiment run by a high elf architect named Ventrix. Um, uh, she she was um, a researcher who was trying to uh, develop uh, the the perfect society by using um, like architecture and um, geomantic magics. Naturally. Yeah. Um, And she was kicked out of Spire for having radical theories and she decided that the best way to convince uh, society that they should adopt her plans was to, you know, set up an experiment where she could, um, you know, prove the validity of her theories in in a practical sense. I know that feeling, sister. 
Um, so if you want, you can you can enter the building. Uh, there there is a, a very a very lovely entrance um, with. Uh, they're not they're not quite like planters. Maybe they're they're um, they're they're fungi like like. Um, like like manicured uh, mushroom growths mm. uh, flanking flanking the entrance. Um, there's a there's a very a very lovely welcoming like um, entrance and, and foyer area. There's a foyer. No, oh, no, there's a foyer. <laughs> you gotta get out. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. <coughs> I'll I'll enter the foyer and see if there's any uh, like a directory. Like a you are here or where different places are located in the building. Okay. We're looking for the uh, baker. Yeah. Um, so uh, the baker is in the um, the Blue Port Market, which is in the uh, mid level. So uh, there's um, basically like a. a Can I see a, the book, Ryan? Yeah. Thank you. There is a, a small, you know, map. Um, it, it looks like uh, they they don't have uh, an individual listing of all of the stalls, but hold on, let's take one forty-four. There we go. Um, they do offer um, a physician's office. Uh, there's a bar. Uh, there's a chapel, and then there's the market. I guess we want to go to the market. Yeah, the market sounds sounds right. That's where they sell the bread, right? Usually, I think so. Yeah, if that's where the baker is, mm-hmm. he's baker. probably not with the doctor. No, well, unless he was sick. Or you mean magic good bread? One <laughs> uh, k. As you're walking through the lobby, which is. Um, very lovely. Um, you you might call it Art Nouveau. There's a lot of like floral imagery um, and and like filigree designs. Holland together. Yeah. You you notice that um, placed like at pretty random intervals, mm-hmm. um, there are uh, beehives. Oh. Like magical beehives. Um. Filled with the the same bees um, that that like live within you. As, oh, not as the not as the hitchhiker one. No. Oh. Hmm. Um, it it actually it actually crawls up uh, onto your onto your hand um, and and starts to dance. The, um, the hitchhiker. Yeah. Oh. What's up? Was it? It this tells you. It tells you that you must find it. One of these that that will be suitable for it to colonize. What? What? How will I know which one is suitable? What about that one? I just point to a random. The bee shrugs at you. Uh, well, let's go inspect the closest hive. See if there's any uh, room in there for a new um, a new occupant. Okay. Um, as you as you get close to it, um, somebody somebody from the um, the building, oh, yeah. bless you, bless you, oh, thank you, walks walks up to you. Um, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, she she is very um, 
she she is a knoll. She's she's wearing what looks to be like a like a tattered uniform. Um, it's it's blue and purple, um, and and you would think that um, it it almost it almost looks like a like a religious garb, like mm-hmm. like a ceremonial um, garment. Um, she she says, uh, oh, um, "We we do ask that visitors uh, stay stay away from um, the the mind control matrix." Mind mind control matrix. Yes. The bees. Yes. They're controlling minds. Yes. Well, you, you must understand. I I'm very very experienced with bees. I I, I know all about them. I know I, I I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked in. I'm all on. I'm, I'm I, in. I see bees. that. Yes. I, and I can hear. Yes. Whose minds? Oh, everyone's. Oh, yeah. That, that's how that's how um, Ventrix achieves the perfect society. Everybody working in harmony. It, it requires uh, a certain forfeiture of one's individuality, but it works as long as everyone's happy. Oh yes. Well, uh, can I can I help you? Yes, I want to get a closer look at the bees. Oh, well, as I said, please, uh, we, we ask that guests stay away from the hives. Um, they, they, not, not that, not that you would fall subject to the, uh, influence of, of the bees. I, I assume you're used to that, but, uh, they, they, they are. Constantly speak in my head. Yeah. They, they are, they are generating, uh, you know, thoughts of, thoughts of unity and of cooperation, um, that like are. Like unity? I like cooperation. I cooperate with bees all the time. Oh, uh, can, can I interest you in one of our vacant apartments? Well, uh, I, I am trying to get someone to move in. You you would have to consent to being mind controlled. <laughs> Do you ever get a compulsion to have honey? Um, I haven't noticed that. Um, we we do get periodic surveys about the side effects. Just curious if it was a side effect. Or so. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with honey. I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, you know, Ventrix, Ventrix and her team are uh, looking at the data, studying the survey results. They're doing what they can to refine the design. Oh, I, I understand. I, I feel like a kindred soul with Ventrix. I, mm-hmm. I, too, was cast out from the city above for unorthodox scientific research. Oh, really? Yes. Would you also be interested in... I, I have some pamphlets, if you would like. Oh, no, thank you. I, I die too often to be a, a <laughs> suitable colony for anything else. Oh, I see. <laughs> she she looks at you with a sympathetic eye, and, and you can tell she really does know what you mean. I feel also, I was just reading about the gray. It says like if you go in, you get a pollard. So like, I feel like uh, Caldwalder is almost like grayscale at this point. <laughs> like he's he's traveled to the gray so often that he basically is gray. <laughs> um. If if the two of you would like, um, I I can give you I can give you one of our um, you know uh, prospective resident pamphlets. Uh, I can I can take you on a tour. Um, if you wouldn't mind filling out our visitor survey, either way. Oh, I'd be happy to. Can I can I can I try to distract her so that Tiny can sneak his bee in? Uh, yeah. I guess that would be compel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't Compel and this. Let's see. Uh, the the um, 
domains here are Haven and Warren. Well, ain't got those either. And I could roll to sneak while he's doing that. Yeah. Because um, I have sneak. Well, uh, for, first I think, um, or you, we could treat this as an assist. Alright, okay, so, so I you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to roll, you would just. Good, cause but I have none of those. That would, um, that would. Fall out of share, but yeah, fall out of share. Distress, whatever, yeah. Um, and I think that would be, hmm, I think that would be, um, fortune stress. Okay. So I roll basic one die plus one for sneak, plus one for being helped. Mm hmm. And what domains do you have, Eric? Occult. Yeah, right. So yeah, you don't have Haven or Warren. There's a nine. I like that number. Alright, um, so in that case, um, you, you start chatting up this, uh, this Noel ladies, um, about... Oh, I could go on about the injustices of mm-hmm. the above society and how narrow-minded they are about scientific research that could better all living beings. <laughs> Right. Well, uh, I I do, I do. It's just so like if if someone comes along with an idea that doesn't hurt anyone and could make things better, why won't they let them explore that? <laughs> well, you know, you should really fill out our satisfaction survey. I, it's just I, I wasn't hurting anyone. I was just it was me and a few of my friends who volunteered to die. Right. What's wrong with that? Right here, just just step this way, and I'll I'll get it's you. It's not like I was abducting people off the street and murdering them. That would be unethical. I've I've never unjustly murdered anyone. Sure, a few times in self-defense, but that was because it was an extreme situation. It was it was either them or me. Right, well, here, just uh, fill, fill out this form. Uh, can you rank your satisfaction? Do, do you me? have another piece of paper? I think I'm going to go over. I won't be able to fill the little box. I mean, this box is too small. Oh, yes, I, I have a couple of copies. Thank you. So anyway, while uh, while Caldwalder is is doing this, I know you don't watch wrestling, but I know what imitation you're doing, obviously. But you sound so much like Danhausen for AEW. So you'd miss you'd miss the reference, but the voice sounded so much like him. Or did I miss the reference? <laughs> Maybe no, I did. <laughs> you should tell him he sounds so much like Caldwalder. 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 Uh, okay, uh, while, while that is happening, um, Tiny, uh, you go, you go over to one of the hives, mm-hmm. and this, um, interloper bee that you've been carrying inside you right. finally, uh, leaves and, and flies into one of the hives. Oh, see, very suitable. I, I, I thought that one was a good one too. I was eyeing it from before, yes. Very, right there. Very, it's a very nice hole. Uh, it, it doesn't even bother to thank you. It's all right. It's all right. I was doing it for the mass, for for the colony. So my thanks will be the colony's continued appreciation of my efforts. Do you guys all get along with him? Was everyone friendly with him? Did anyone exchange numbers? Um, the the one one of the bees comes out and Woodstock. What are you doing? He ironically took down the thing that said nice. Oh, it says naughty on the other <laughs> Now yeah. it's more accurate. Oh, you know why? Because Allie put presents right there. Yeah. So he can stand on them. Should we get that away from him? Uh, no. Everything on that tree Allie put on there because they can put it. It was one of the stocking things. Okay. Sorry. 
Um, I just saw him reach over and pull something off the stockings. That that is my cat. You're Mm -hmm. a little troublemaker, Will. He is. He's so happy. Look at him. He's just, like, satisfied with himself. I ruined something. Oh, he's done. There's a ribbon to play with. I ruined something. Fuck it. (laughs) You're going to chew on the corner of the box, aren't you? Um, Oh, Will. So the the bees, you you can hear in your thoughts mm-hmm. uh, that he was actually quite rude, oh. um, and and shovey. He he got very very pushy, oh, well, um, and yeah. actually stung one of the other bees to death. Oh, was it was it Garrison? Oh. It was not Garrison. Oh. It was Floyd. Oh, he was so close to retirement. <laughs> 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 We'll, we'll, we'll hold a we'll hold a service room later. What, what's the name of the woman who runs this place again? Ventrix. As you come back here, anyway, just let Ventrix know that I'd very much like to have a meeting with her to to discuss, you know, maybe possible collaborations in the future, or or writing a, a scholarly paper about, uh, you know, or a, a treatise about how oppressive the Overcity is and how they need to let thought, thoughts fly free. Yes, you know, and stop with all the censorship. I, I mean, they let they need to let thoughts fly free in a controlled manner. Very very carefully controlled. Right. So that people are orchestrated into the perfect society. Right. Where they can kill themselves if they want to, to study the science of death. That is that is very specific. I will certainly submit your survey results. Thank you for filling this are out. Are you sure? I can't hand them to her myself. I, I'm not sure that we needed you to <laughs> fill it out quite so many times. Well, no, no. I filled it out <laughs> once. once. It was just, I had I needed more space to, for uh, the writing. Yes, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, what, one do, of the... Do you have, I, I could get something to, do you have a stapler or I'm, something? To, I'm sorry. I can put them together. So that, I, I'll, I'm, I'll number the pages so at least she knows what order they're in. Yes, that, thank you very much. I'm sorry. She, she would normally be perfectly eager to meet with you, but she's a little bit busy. Oh, I understand. Scientific progress stops for no one. Oh well, no, there there was an incursion. Uh, we we were, well, so, something broke in. Oh near, oh dear, what happened? That was terrible. Uh, I I think it was a butcher. <gasps> Did they steal the bread maker? Wait, yep. the butcher, the baker, and the. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of wax. <laughs> Did the butcher go after the baker? You know, strangely enough. I think it did. <gasps> Where's it, the baker? It, it did abscond with somebody. Oh dear, that's not good at all. We we need the baker. Very important. We need to buy some bread. Lots of bread. Did he leave any bread Maybe behind? Um, I, you, you, could, you could go up to the to the stall and and ask uh, his assistant, Do his you know, apprentice. I mean, we know it's out within the market. Do you know where? Uh, yes, I can direct you. And okay. she gives you she gives you succinct, uh, perfectly orderly directions um, to um, the Blueport Market and the specific stall. Thank you, thank you so much for your help. Excellent. I'll fill the the thing out later. The survey. Oh, I already did it for you. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I'm sure you got all the answers that they are all saying to me. Oh yes. <laughs> Can I can I have five thousand copies? <laughs> Each of my bees are very opinionated. <laughs> um, so you take the lift up to the fifteenth floor, 
um, where the uh, market is set up. It is an atrium. It is an airy little shopping district uh, covered in blue tapestries. Hmm. Sounds nice. Uh, if you want, you can ref- it is a it is a haunt. You can ref- refresh uh, supply stress there. I don't, I don't have any of that. Only a blood and echo stress. I should no, mention. I mind an echo. Um, you can you can go to the bar if you want to refresh some mind stress, and you can go see the doctor to get blood stress. I will go to the bar because I have mind stress. Nice. Okay. I have to. I wouldn't mind getting rid of some of my blood stress. <laughs> Um, well, the the bar is on the uh, on the ground floor. Oh, all right. Um, we'll so hit the bar on the way out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the doctor is. Uh, we'll say the doctor also has a store a stall in the market. Hmm. Um, so you you get up to the to the bakery. Um, the there is a, a drow that is uh, just forlornly sitting behind a counter. Um, with uh, a, a droopy cake, sure. uh, s- sitting sitting in the case, that's um, like a, a glass display case. <laughs> she looks up. Hello. Oh, you must be the baker's apprentice. Yeah, that would be me. Do you? Do you have any of the bread with the tomato paste left? Oh, the tomato brat. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, we we sold out. No, that's not good. I I can try to bake you a loaf if you like. Oh. Or I can interest you in a cake. And she she <laughs> smiles and kind of like gestures over to this very lopsided kind of exploded looking cake. <laughs> It looks delicious, but we've been sent very specifically to pick up a loaf of the tomato brat. It has to be that. Very mm. direct orders. Do you know, if we were to take it home with us, should we spread the tomato paste on now or wait until we serve it? Oh, definitely wait until you serve it. Okay. I, we, we have, we have, I, I do have some of the tomato paste if you would like. I think we need both. Yeah. Combination. Oh, I, I mean, I, I can, I can try to bake you a loaf of bread. I, I, I'm sorry. It's I, I've hurt. only I've only been training with the master for for four months now, and I, I I did my best. Well, it's the thought that counts. It's better than I could do. I think we heard that your master was taken by a hunter, a butcher, dragged down into the tunnel. Why would they take a humble baker? They don't really make any bones about who they take. If we were to get your master back, do you think that we could have a free loaf of bread and the tomato paste? If you if you saved his life from a butcher's cave, I, I'm sure he would gladly bake you whatever you like. You can have this cake too. That's okay. <laughs> It's it's really not good, is it? I mean, you know, do you, is, is there like a little piece I could just like pick off and try? There, there are some free samples. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll take a free sample and try it. Uh, it there's a lot of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It has a very strong flavor. <laughs> Too much cinnamon. A little bit, yeah. <coughs> just a bit. I don't eat cake. 
have to share it too many ways. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if you just eat the whole thing to your bees? I'm pretty sure bees love cinnamon. Then what am I going to have? Something better. <laughs> well, okay, where, where's the tunnel that they took him to? Um, it's uh, it's down the, the southeast corner of the passage. I made an Eric mistake and chose a bad voice. <laughs> <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> I think if Eric would be a little bit more like this, gotta be a little more gravelly and Batman. <laughs> Just look after my ex like... <laughs> God. This is my character, loud static on the radio. <laughs> Donate to our Patreon. You want me to never do this voice again. <laughs> All right, well, we, we need to make a few more stops around here, but then we'll see if we could save your master and get some bread. If, if he's still alive, I'm, I'm certain that he will do whatever you want. And in case he's not, can you start practicing? Uh, <laughs> she, she reaches over and like picks up a gigantic book of recipes and just starts slowly leafing through. Okay, I'll, give I'll, do, I'll do what I can. Great. Okay, let, let's get you to the doctor, Tiny. Okay. All right. Not a lot of doctors know how to. Uh, Exactly, treat me. Some okay. of them they get very startled. <laughs> okay. Um, so you walk into the doctor's stall, and there is nobody there. And you hear someone say, "Just a minute." Um, and then a drow with uh, too many arms uh, descends too from the arms. from the ceiling uh, on a uh, thread of silk. Ooh. And she looks at you upside down. Can I help you? You're the doctor, I assume. Uh, yes, uh, I'm a I'm a midwife. Uh, you you may call me Jessamine. Jessamine, I had a character named that. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure pleasure to meet you. Uh, I'm here because I am a bit banged up, and I and full of bees. Oh well, that's intentional. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm happy to help you. That's not the worrisome part. Yes, they they're all friendly. Um. So the way this works is, uh, you give you give her a resource that you have. Um. All I have is a heart's bloom rose in a glass jar. As resources. Um. So you can you can trade that in. Um, you can heal up to a D8. Yeah. So, uh, what, what level is that? What, what do you mean? Uh, what dice size? Oh, the heart's a D6. A D6. Um, so you can, you can, like, uh, offer her a few petals and, like, split it into a D4 if you want. Sure, yeah, because I figure getting rid of two the stress isn't worth getting rid of a whole yeah. thing that sounds valuable. Can I use my D4 coins for both of us? Like um, him here and me at the bar? or I think that would, you would probably spend that one place. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, but you can, you could like offer her a few rose petals and then still have, like downgrade the rose to a D4 because you, you know, use some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but only spend the D4. 
Okay. Yeah. So then you you just I'll roll get that. A couple petals off of the thing. How about these? These are. Oh, they're exquisite. Oh. Yes, that's why I carry it around. Uh, we collect the pollen when it grows, and it's been many pulses since I've seen something so beautiful. And the smell is lovely. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, everyone, calm down in there. Calm down. We're we're keeping the rest. Don't worry. The, the bees are very upset that you're giving away their their flower. <laughs> <laughs> Only part. Uh, all right. So go ahead. Roll the d4. Find anything but a one. Three. All right, so you recover... Three of my two extra. Negative one stress. All right. Um, so you're... She she patches you up. Um, yeah. Feels right as rain. Well, you look a lot better, too. Yeah, she didn't do much of my appearance, I thought. Mm. Well, thank you. If you uh, happen to be in the neighborhood again, uh, feel free to stop by. Um, oh wait, and there is a um, make me uh, make me an endure plus a cult check. Both of oh, us or just Eric? Just Eric. I have a cult, so it's two d- two two d- dice. Yeah. Oh, three. Oh right, I Six. Okay, uh, so that's a success with. Um, Take two blood stress. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be so echo. Much. Oh, how much? Um, that is going to be a D twenty. Uh, no, D four. D one hundred. Two, two. Okay. So I just traded my blood stress for echo stress. Yeah. And then uh, check your fallout. check your fallout. Uh oh, three. I three. have six. Okay, uh, so you clear that echo stress. That you just took, or all of it? Uh, all of it. Uh-uh. Any echo stress that you had goes away. I was just looking at him like, wow, you got a lot of echo. You should get something at the bar. Never mm-hmm. mind. Uh, the, um, oh, mine or mine. Yeah, that was it. Trailing the dead air with my voice. Everyone likes to listen to my voice. That's why you're here on Ragnarok to hear Eric's voice. Yeah, gonna sing some more for your benefit. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah, Eric. Everyone likes to when I sing this song that I'm making up on the spot. Everyone likes to listen to me Except for when I'm singing a different song But now I'm not singing a different song It's the current one I'm singing right now Can we go back to the haunted guitar? That would have been It's a good thing this is... So I, my, my thing is, I have an ability where the first time in a session where I take a um, major blood, mind, or fortune fallout, mm. my death manifests and does a DH stress to whatever caused the fallout. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, my death manifests and kills the doctor. 
Um, so I'm gonna say, uh, you get the minor fallout deja vu. Mm. So if you wanna read that out to the... You notice minor elements of your past life appearing in the heart as though it is reading your mind and adapting itself to your expectations. The GM tells you what happens. Immediate ongoing. Alright, uh, so just, just make a note of that. Deja vu. Echo Fallout. Um, so uh, in in the atrium, the the tower has like a uh, a central uh, atrium that goes all the way down. Uh, you hear somebody from floors and floors below you uh, screaming. No, do I hear that or just him? No, you both do. Oh, okay. Do other people react to it as well? Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody in the market, uh, you know, they walk over to the railing and start start looking down. Uh, it seems like uh, people are uh, crowded around uh, the Noel attendant that you spoke to before. Um, she she seems to be um, lying in a pool of blood. Oh, oh no! Um, it it looks like she she may have been. Where's um, the tomato paste? She may have been climbing up uh, one of the scaffolding, uh, part of the scaffolding that's been erected, uh, hoping to speak to uh, Ventrix, probably to tell her about, uh, you know. Wait, does that mean all my pamphlets are lying in the blood around her? Well, did you did you take the pamphlets or you left them with her? No, she was going to deliver them she to Ventrix. Uh, yes, you see, you see your surveys. No, <laughs> this is a tragedy. <laughs> Um, she she is she is looking up. You, you can you can barely you can barely make it out, um, but you can. Uh, what, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to rush down there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you you take the lift down uh, as you as you. We have to get there. As the as the lift doors open and you emerge into the into the lobby. Um, you hear you hear somebody say, um, "The bees, the bees can save you. You must accept the bees into you, and oh, they can the, save you." I've had Who were they saying that to? Um, Her? Yeah, the the oh. no woman. I recognize that. Doesn't she already have bees in her? Uh, no, the bees the bees are in the building. Like the hives are. Like every time there's a there's a, a cross beam, there's like a beehive around it. No, but I thought the people have bees in them, and that's how they. No. Oh, so the bees are like emitting a signal. Yeah. Oh, the bees. Okay. The bees are humming like calming, uh, collective, community gotcha. motivated. Thoughts. I, I thought like everyone had a bee in them, and they were all connected. That okay. Um. Anyway, she she like bubbles and and gurgles. Um, and like kind of, kind of nods assent. Um, and, uh, thousands, uh, you, you see that, that bee that you transported mm-hmm. down here, um, lead most of a swarm of bees out of the hive and into her. Um, uh, I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was hoping I'd get to watch her cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you want, Tiny, mm-hmm. um, that uh, fulfills your beat. Uh, perform a seemingly unconnected action for your masters that has grim consequences. Yep. Um, so you can take another uh, minor advance if you want. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. How do you do a minor advance? I don't remember. Um, it's like a major advance, but smaller. Oh, thank you. Yeah, just just like halfway there. Um, where are we? Uh, here, here's the list. So you can pick. You can do another one of the minors that chains off of your major, mm. or you can do any of these that you don't already have. I can do the thing where the bees take over my body. You can if you want. That gives me delve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this is this is going on in the in the lobby of the building, um, and and the bees seem to be like knitting her <laughs> back together. What? Just the description of this ability, Hiveborn. You can fit yourself through any gap small enough for a bee by having your swarm chew up and reform your body on the other side. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's horrifying. Well. <laughs> it could take upwards of six hours. Ah, yeah. That... Jesus. This character's horrifying. They all are. I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted. I just got very distracted by that. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, it looks like Tiny has kind of, uh, like, zoned out a bit watching this scene as if it's eerily familiar. Um, so, so what do you do, uh, Caldwalder? Um, I'm gonna go to the bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, canal-themed, um, so the, uh, the bartender is wearing, like, a little sailor's uniform and looks very, very disgruntled. Hello, welcome to the North Docks. Would you like a drink? I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> but yes, I would very much like a drink. We we have uh, we have some uh, some of the finest wines you'll find. Would you like to see a list? We also have some. Ales. Mm. It's good for what ails you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take it for the pun. <laughs> I appreciate a good wordplay. <laughs> All right. Um, so you can heal up to uh, a D8 of mind stress. Oh, so that takes my D, my coins? Yeah. Um, you, you heal the amount that you pay in. So, so it's a D4. I've only yeah. got two mind stress. Of course, I got a one. Okay, so you wipe one mind stress, and then you also make that endure plus a cult check. Uh, oh. uh, the coins were a cult. Does that count for anything? Or? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so just one d10. Eight. Nice. Uh, so you're fine. Cool. It, it's it's a really tasty ale, um, and you you know you pay the bartender. Well, thank you so much for your troubles. I I hope one day you can find a job that doesn't debase you like this. <laughs> it's my part in the perfect society. I'm actually very happy. Oh, that's good. If if you ever make it up to uh, uh, Derelictus and we'd like to be part of an experiment where I watch you die for a little bit, <laughs> just come let me know. <laughs> I've, I've been part of worse experiments. I bring you back. It's just... You know, the death part. It turns some people off. So you you have a you have a drink and you heal one mind stress. Yep. Um and when you come back, uh what is Tiny up to? 
Um, Is he a buzz with excitement? Yes. He's watching, like, captivated as he watches, you know, what brought him to his current existence happening in real time to someone else. And he's watching it from multiple different viewpoints because the skill, I, the uh, uh, minor advance I took was many eyes, which is um, gained a discern skill. When you stand still and close your eyes, you can see through the eyes of any of your bees, allowing you to spy around corners or look into closed spaces. Nice. So I figure I'm gaining just like some of my bees have swarmed out to also watch uh-huh. and like, my eyes are closed, but I'm watching from different viewpoints through the other through the fees. Now that I've suddenly learned, I have the skill. Nice. <laughs> it's like, <Were> they, <laughs> you just like look over. My eyes are closed. You're missing it all. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, you you can see um, the the bees have swarmed into this woman's body and have already started like making a hive inside of her uh she is she is sitting up uh and like just sort of staring dazedly as that bee that you transported down here uh does a dance explaining to her that uh she she owes her life to the colony and you know now must uh serve them in the city beneath um you know with, with her life as as payment well now she has to get us the bread because she's also serving my people <laughs> we're friends by proxy um so you you realize that uh this thing that you just transported down here uh is is was just meant to like spread the uh the colony's influence they're they're recruiting more followers right all right, come on, Tiny. We need to find that tunnel so we can find our baker. It's amazing. I mean, we haven't tried the bread yet, so I don't know. Oh, the bee thing. A new larva born into the hive. I mean, I guess it's great if you want to keep people alive. Oh. Sorry, sorry. What? Where are we going? Okay. We're in. Yeah. What? We gotta go take care of the baker thing. Yes, right, right, yes, yes. Of course. Yeah. Um, as, uh, as you leave, you see, um, some of the, some of the attendants and even, uh, Ventrix herself, who is the, um, the high elf directing the repair work on the, on the building, uh, come up to the knoll woman and, you know, she, she starts, uh, explaining, like, what, what happened. Um, so you get into, uh, a second delve. Double delve. <laughs> Double delve all the way across the sky. Or under the ground, as it will. As it were. Um, so. Just, just where, um, the Baker's Apprentice, uh, told you it would be, uh, there is a, uh, a tunnel. Uh, descending deep into the earth, uh, you walk onto what appears to be like the, uh, a smashed, a smashed, the smashed up asphalt of a six lane highway, um, that, uh, leads down into a, a great, like, uh, pipe. Um, the darkness inside is thick and the air is still. Every sound reverberates in the cavernous space, creating a cacophony of echoes. Um, and it just, it just keeps going. So, uh, you guys are on another delve. 
Um, uh, presumably, this thing is uh, somewhere along the way. The the butcher. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, is this desolate? Uh, this is cursed and wild. Ah, all right. So I just get two dice. Can I borrow your uh, thing again? Oh yeah. All right. So I'm going to roll delve, and that's an eight. Nice. Um, so that's a D6 of stress that you do. Two. Not great. Okay. Um, so, uh, as you make your way down the tunnel, um, you see, uh, a cat. Mm. Or a triangle. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, walk its way out of, um... A shadow. It is thin and emaciated, and um, you you hear you hear it meow. Um, and you look down, and you see that uh, it doesn't have a little kitty face. Oh, wow. uh, where its face should be is just like a, a kind of like a, a gnarled like. Uh, like if if you picture if you picture like an elbow, it's just got like skin and fur. Oh. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even have the. It, it does have the the pointed cat ears, but it doesn't. It doesn't have a face. I don't uh, like no. You you do hear you do hear like some other some other meowing happening, uh, and and three more of them uh, come out of the shadows and and approach you. So what do you do? Uh, oh, hello there. They say sometimes that cats are emissaries of death. Oh, they must. Are they friends of yours then? I find out. Um, it looks like it looks like they're you know like cautiously approaching you. Uh, they all look kind of emaciated and thin though. Uh, you said we have like dungeon equipment and stuff, so I have like rations. Yeah. All right, so I'll pull out some dried meat or whatever. Where are their mouths? And what? Where are their mouths? I thought they did, like don't have skin though, right? No, they don't have faces. There's, there's oh. no, there's no jaw. It's just, it's just kind of like a, a nub where their face should be. Well, that would explain why they're emaciated. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'll still uh, squat down and like hold out some of the meat. To... Here you go, little guys. Um, the cat's chest cracks oh. open oh. Uh, in into a terrifying like vertical mouth, uh, and. Gross, like it—it's it, like uh, in in the thing when the when the dog's head opens like a lotus flower, no. mm-hmm. except it's except it's a cat body. Okay. Uh, there there are a lot of teeth in there. Yep. Uh, and and you hear it you hear it meow and it it like gingerly reaches up and takes the meat from you. Okay. Um. And then uh, the other three like kind of uh, start. You know, uh, crowding around you. Yeah, I'll, I'll take out more meat for each of them and <laughs> hand them. There you go. Okay, so if you, I'll, I'll let you. If you, if you take a D four stress to supplies, sure, you can, you can get past them without four. Okay, Damn. and then I do Fallout yeah. five. Oh wait, that's more than my total because I'm at. Six with all those. Okay, uh, so you clear your um, uh, supply stress, right? Supply stress. And then that doesn't make the thing. Nope. Uh, okay. 
Blood, mind, or fortune. Got it. <laughs> um, you have the thing that you can re- redirect things to Echo if you want, right? Is that, is that I do. Of the right thing? Um, you don't have to if you don't want to, but... No, I mean, it's going to be a fallout either way. But that would... Hmm. Actually, because then it removes all the stress of that track or just the one you took? Or just what you took? Um, just just what you took. Um, so, like, if I, I have one in Echo, so I shifted that four to Echo, then I would just re- still remove that four stress and I'd have the one Echo left, right? Uh, no, it, it clears the track. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I, I misunderstood what you said. Um, if you if you take minor fallout, then you um, you clear the, just the track. If you take major fallout, then you clear all of your stress. So would this be minor? Uh, yeah, this would be minor. All right. Yeah. So I I will then have moved it to echo, and then I will instead that clears your echo. Actually, wait, because I rolled a four. So it'll be one, because then that would give me three instead. But I rolled a five, so I would have had five. So it's still, okay. You still take echo stress? Yeah. Okay. No, go on the wrong way. Um. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're going to take follower. Oh! <gasps> So Some, the cats? Yeah. <laughs> Someone or something believes you are very important, chosen of the heart, and worth following. <laughs> a weird-looking but essentially harmless creature or person follows you at a distance. They won't approach you, but they'll be keen to sift through your rubbish or attempt to hurt anyone who looks like they might want to get in your way. <laughs> so, uh, is it just one or all of them? Um, we'll say you, you've attracted um, you've attracted all of them. Cool. Follower... Colony of headless cats. Mm-hmm. They have heads. So they're faceless. Oh, I'm sorry. How um, monsters do you think they are, Alex? So, so yeah. Uh, Caldwalder. Uh, after after you feed the the nope kitties, uh, they they all like rub up against your legs, and oh. and you can hear them purring. Oh, those are good kitties. I'm they gonna, they let you they let you scratch them. Yeah, I'm gonna give them all scratches and like behind their ears. Um, and and as you as you continue your way down the uh, down the tunnel, um, that you you can see that they're they're following close behind. Those good kitties are following us. Oh, uh, um, great! They have made some friends. Well, you okay. said they were related to death. That makes sense. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm going to say that gives you guys a D6 boon if you want. What does that mean? Um, roll a d6, and you do that much damage to the delve. Oh, okay. Uh, two. Two. No. Okay. Um, so two points you, of cat damage. Yeah. yeah. My favorite kind of damage. Kitties. True. <coughs> Heart kitties. Um, 
So as you are going through the tunnel, uh, the roadway uh, like bucks and heaves uh, as as if um, like a great fist smashed down into it. And like it's actively moving, no, or it's like frozen. Okay, it's just uh, like like somebody like somebody smashed a giant hand into it, and mm-hmm. it it just like went every which way, and it it got frozen there. Um, so it's it's a little it's a little treacherous. Uh, what do you do? Mm. You want to handle this one? So, sorry, one more time. I'm sorry. Um, the the I'm road is like broken apart and canted at, at mm-hmm. various uh, like impassable angles. So you're gonna have to like climb over it or uh, like try to try to clear a path somehow. Or um, I could try to. I don't have much to clear a path yeah, with. I were. Hmm. What skills do you have? Um, just I can release my swarm, but that's mainly doing damage. No, your your skills. Oh, skills. Um, hunt and mend, and also discern, which I guess I could use to try to find a weak point in there or something to break through. Or uh, like a path through. Sneak. Yeah. I got also. You could, you could try to. I think either of those would help. Yes. I, I, I'll assist you with my discern. Yeah. And I'll hand you your barometer back. Thank you. Okay. I got two eights. Okay, so um, I got an eight. <laughs> so yeah, in that case, uh, you you've managed to spot like a clear path. Um, oh, this way, this way. Uh, can I send one of my bees through the path to see if there's anything on the other side, just to keep um, make sure there's not some danger waiting on the other side of the path? Uh, sure. Because I could see with my many... I, I can't directly tell them where to go with many eyes, but, but there's can, just enough hanging around that is... Right. Yeah. You, you can you can send them on ahead. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, I'll... I'll for, first, uh, let's resolve that check. Um, roll a, a d6, because you use the barometer. Right. Two. Two. All right. <clears throat> Uh, this is next roll. This is going to be a long one, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to necessarily get to the other end uh, because when you um, send your bees ahead, uh, you you kind of close your eyes and and hang back a bit, um, and you can see through your many different tiny vantage points. Um, the uh, there there are. Um, Like the the rotten hulks of overturned uh, carriages uh, in in the roadway, um, it looks like they were involved in some kind of collision uh, many many years ago, and and just like fell over. Um, the uh, thing that catches your attention, though, is you you get a sense of something uh, enormous uh, moving in the shadows. Uh, one of the bees, uh, kind of like flies up, uh, to get a, to get a better, get a better view. And you, you can see something in large but indistinct, uh, kind of jump up and you see it like cling to the ceiling Ooh. of the, of the tunnel. Uh, it, you hear, um, can you get other senses through the bees or is it just sight? Just sight, it looks like. Okay. Or as um, I remember seeing in the book. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it just sees this, this shape, uh, you know, clinging to the ceiling above, 
it, it looks like it's waiting for somebody to come through, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's what you get. You open your eyes and there's something waiting to ambush us up there. Something big. I, I say quietly in case it can hear. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, you're sneakier than I am. I am. I'll try to, as in, I don't have sneak. Right. So. I'll try to sneak to a good vantage point. Let's see what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Both tens. Oh. All right, you. <laughs> you're you're sneaky as fuck. <laughs> uh, so Despite all the buzzing. <laughs> Everybody, shh. <laughs> it was slightly quieter. That includes you, Carlos. Um, you see that. Uh, all right. Clinging from the ceiling. It's pretty big. It's got horns. Um, and, and you, being a denizen of the heart, you know about butchers. I'm just going to read the description. These were once desperate people who, despite the warning songs and folk tales, ate the forbidden flesh that grows in the secret places, making wet, pulsing walls and beckoning with lips with lipless mouths. Over time, it turned them into horrendous creatures of blight and bone. They are easily twice the height of a person with rangy, pallid limbs that give them tremendous speed and strength. Each worships the cave that they eat from, and they are hopelessly addicted to the heart's flesh. They drag back prey or bits of prey to push into the wall and replace what they have eaten. Butchers are famously territorial and will viciously kill one another on sight. So you know that somewhere nearby there is a meat cave that it has eaten from, and it is looking for people to push into the walls of the meat cave to replace what it has eaten. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is clinging to the ceiling, uh, waiting in, in silence for somebody to come through so it can jump down and, and drag you back. Yeah, it's a butcher. Not great. No. Do we uh, try to get the jump on it before it gets the jump on us, or do we, do we go around somewhere else? Well, it's just like a tunnel, right? Yeah. Well, there's only one way to go, and we gotta get to its house, so probably need to deal with it. Can I send some bees into attack mode on it? Uh, sure. If you if you want to attack it, uh, I mean, you you could you could provoke it. You could you know try to trick it. Um, you know, mm. get it to. You you know that they like to take their prey alive, right? So you could get it to like grab you and and drag you back to its lair, and then you could fight it there. Are they intelligent? Yes. That doesn't sound like the best idea. So like we could talk to it. it could, you yes. Okay. Oh. Um, but it's again, it, it is. Uh, it worships the cave that it eats from as as like a living god, and and you are just food for its god. Yeah. So you, you're probably not going to have very much of a conversation with it, right? But it can talk. I mean, I don't think letting it drag me back there is the best of ideas. I would think just attacking it right here. Mm. Yeah, I don't feel like we can talk our way out of this one because crazy religious zealots are often known for their calm rationality. But the the trick is to find the cave. You know where it is? Yeah. You don't know where its cave is? And presumably that is where uh, Dwinor the baker is. 
currently, hopefully, not too too absorbed into the wall. I have a better idea. Let it take me, and then you follow because you're so sneaky. Oh, okay. But it likes its prey alive. Exactly. <laughs> but it might not. If it if it knows that you're following it, it might not take me back to its lair because it wants to protect it. Right. I was just making a joke about your death thing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. I get that now. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk forward and just start whistling a tune. <laughs> your your death does not think this is a great idea. By the way, uh, she is she is uh, eager uh, to to kill you in the way that she wants, uh, which is you you are supposed to die in a medical experiment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My love, I'm not going to let it kill me. Tiny's gonna be following. It will be fine. He's get distracted by uh, some honey. Uh, <laughs> she she crosses her arms and gives you a look that says, "You'd better not let it kill you, yeah. or I'll kill you." I get it. <laughs> All right. Um, so what what do you do to um, you, you're just walking on ahead? I'll just yeah, I'll just walk ahead, whistling. I'll stay hidden. All right. Uh, so what a lovely tunnel this is. <clears throat> It is. It is gonna, you know, jump down on you and and try to incapacitate you. Yeah. Can I? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Um, I would accept endure if you want to just like take it and and like. Oh, oh yeah, you got me. My leg's broken. I can't walk. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. Is it still desolate here? Um, it is. Hold on. Uh, cursed and wild. Oh well. I guess uh, I'm just going to actually let it uh, let it pounce on me. Uh, let's see here. Look how I turn to the page and then close, close it. the book. <laughs> oh, apparently one of my trinkets is a battered and off-repaired green coat. Mm-hmm. I was going to change that to a lab coat. No. It's illegal. I also have 20 sketches of the man I'm convinced I'm going to meet down here, all made by different artists. Um, so this is actually risky. So what does um, that mean? So you roll and then knock off the highest die that you've got. I've only got one die. Okay, so in that case, you roll and you roll against the worse. Um, so I take two. I roll twice to take the worse. No. Oh. Uh, what is it? Hang on. I gotta pull it up. Okay. Um, determine failure. Oh wait a minute! It doesn't fit. It doesn't have. Before we do that, uh, we don't know where its cave is. Right. I could take us through the gray. You could drop into the gray if you. But that, then we'd still just be wandering around trying to find its cave. Yeah. Yeah. Or that. That's that's a we we can reverse and retcon that. Uh, you could you could um. Because it it heard you coming, so you could go into the gray and everything around you like is kind of wishy washy and insubstantial. Um, so you could kind of wait for it to get bored, realize no one's coming, and then follow it back in purgatory. Well, if we were going to do that, couldn't we just wait on this side where it can't see us, like, and then sneak? Yeah. Well, because I'm just thinking... Um, you could do that as well. I, I'm just spitballing ideas. You guys yeah. can do whatever whatever plan you want. 
Where the hell is the uh, gray is one sixty nine. Oh. Um Within the gray of the world is a shadowy echo of its living counterpart. Yeah, that's just the the thing is that we um Yeah, you you walk through purgatory. So we'd follow it back and then I guess just get the jump on it in its lair? If you wanna do that. Feels a little bit better than letting it take you. Yeah. Alright, so we'll take a few steps back. Um Okay. Then I have to, uh, I know the trick of stepping sideways into the gray, the space between the world of the living and the worlds of the dead. Um, it's a, uh, it's a ritual that takes around 10 minutes of preparation. Example, donning ritual garb, inhaling sacred smoke, communing with your death, and so on. On a success, the smoke clears, and you and anyone you bring with you are in the gray. It's a delve plus religion check. So I just have delve. All right, and I will say if uh, do you, do you have either delve or religion? Uh, no, I have neither no. one. Okay, um, so uh, tiny helping you won't actually help, right? Uh, but but it's two because so I get one die for yeah. doing it, and I get another and die. Yes. All right. So let's see. Show me potato salad. That's a ten. No, wait, no, that's a one. But that's a seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, seven is uh, success is at cost. Um, so uh, go with uh, go with mind stress. Um, I'm going to move it to echo. Okay. How much? Um, a D6. That's a five reduced Ooh. to four. And then I roll a 12. That's a 12. So no so, fallout. No fallout. Um, describe the ritual that you and your death enact to walk into um, borderland between life and death. It's, it's a dance macabre. Like, we, it's, uh, but it's like, a very specifically choreographed like ballroom dance. Uh-huh. So like I'm walking up and like putting my hand up and like you just see me dancing with. Exactly. I think I think what Tiny sees is at first I'm dancing just by myself, uh-huh. and then my death slowly starts to come into view mm-hmm. as we're getting closer to completing the ritual and being pulled into the gray. I'm like, all right, when I say so, you got to take a big jump to the left <laughs> and then a step to the right. <laughs> Crisscross, Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah, so so we we finish this elaborate dance, and now and then it's a jump to the jump. left, and then just a step to the right. Step, and then you're in the gray, and then you you Squat. end up in purgatory. Where the hell am I? This is uh, this is the gray. It's the it's the place you go. Right after you die, but before you move on to the afterlife. Did I die? Did I jump wrong? No, no, no. You're still alive. Well, I mean, technically you're not alive in here, but you're not dead because we came from the world of the living. I also feel like my death is visible to you. Yes. Hello. You you see her. (laughs) 
Um, she she is actually very shy because mm-hmm. people aren't used to. She's not used to people seeing her. Right. Uh, so she has her hands on your shoulders, um, mm-hmm. called Walder, and, and she she is kind of like peeking out from behind oh, you. Oh, it's okay, dear. This is tiny. Oh, I just, this is this is a thousand tiny agonies. A thousand tiny agonies. <laughs> this is my beloved death. Um, nice to meet you. She walks around called Walder and reaches out a, a cold, bony hand. Um, Acceptable shake. <laughs> is, she, is she holding out the shake? Or she she, she like wants, yeah, to she's holding it to, to, oh. to be, like, kissed. Thanks. Okay. She's uh, a lady, after all. Then I will. There's a slight buzz as I do so. Yeah. Um, she, she gives you a, a small, polite curtsy. <laughs> now we just have to wait for the, the butcher to get bored and lead us back to its cave then it's easy to get out of here and then we spring it on him which is like waiting for us to come and then we just die (laughs) (laughs) alright never mind destroy me (laughs) you just step into purgatory instead yep um yeah I believe getting out uh, exiting the grace, simple enough task for a dead walker and those they ferry across (laughs) so getting out is oh I never checked the next page Impossible. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yes, just so um, some souls linger here awaiting their eternal reward, but for the most part, it is a grim, empty, and mo- it is grim, empty, and monochrome. So it's literally like gray. gray. Yeah. Mm. Um, the uh, the the real world the the real world the land of the living is. Um, insubstantial and shadowy, so you you guys uh, walk out uh, from from the pile of destroyed road that you are hiding behind the the rubble, um, and Body you can. And now we've got the Flintstones back in it again. Yeah. Uh, and I managed to say Flintstones this time, so <laughs> hooray. Too bad you didn't say bam, we're recording earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bam, bam, we're recording. Um, and, and you can see the, um, vaguely like translucent, wispy form, uh, of this, of this giant humanoid creature with long, like pale limbs and, uh, <laughs> antlers growing out of its head. You're not sure if they're growing out of it or if it, like, grafted them onto itself. One way or the other. There, yeah, there's, it's got it. There is cool, yeah. There it is. Um, you you watch it odd. probably for a good, like, 20 minutes, half an hour. It's very patient. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, it's a hunter. Yeah. Um, before it before it drops from the ceiling uh, and then bounds off down the tunnel. Um yep. Not patience enough. Gotta follow it then. Anybody yeah. have hunt or uh, I do. Okay. Where's the other? I moved it over here. Hunt. And this isn't a cult, is it? Uh, you know what? Hell yeah, you could use a cult. Yeah, because we're in ghost lands. Ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, That's so a number. It so is, yeah, like you it. you managed to uh, you managed to keep up with it. Um, and it it leads you through uh, uh, behind behind some more wreckage of of other uh, carriages and um, the, this this actually looks like um, 
part part of a theater, like the proscenium of a stage, was just sort of dropped here for some reason, and and like fell apart as it as it was dropped as it was dropped. Um, it leads you backstage. Talk about a flop. Yeah, <laughs> into a cave made of meat. Um, you you can. Um, even even in the gray, uh, you can feel uh, a, a, an odd, discomforting heat about this place, uh, and you can see the walls and the floor and the ceiling are all uh, pulsing with, uh, you know, the heart's blood. Yeah, I don't like it. No. Yep. It's not comfortable. All right, we found it. Now we can we get ourselves in position, and then we can jump out and, and surprise it. Um, you you also you also see. Uh, in there, there are like weeping people who are in the walls. Um, it looks like they're it looks like they're still alive. There's there's like two or three um, figures. Are there spirits trapped here? Because I um, might see some of those. Yeah, there there are there are some uh, confused looking ghosts who look like they have just recently crossed over. Oh, you. You folks are dead. You need to move along. What? Yes, uh, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, that that thing killed you. So you don't want to stick around here too long. Oh, but but I, I'm not dead. Look, look, where'd I go? <laughs> I just had myself. Yeah, you turned into the meat wall. Oh, terrible way to go. Sounds like. Sorry to hear. But don't worry, being dead is pretty great. What was your experience like when you crossed over? <laughs> I was, it was warm. I felt so safe. Warm and safe. I don't get that one very often. <laughs> also, something was, was devouring me. Oh. That would be the meat wall. Yeah, it, it was like a thousand tiny mouths devouring me. Oh, hey. Oh, that was, I'm sorry, I thought you were calling me. Oh, that, that's kind of his name. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, did, no, did, no reason did, to be sorry. It's a great name. It is. <sighs> well, what, what do I do now? Are, are you are you here to take me over to the other side? Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, unfortunately, yeah, I'm still alive. But uh, if you if you leave the tunnel. Uh, you, you might have to walk a bit, but eventually you'll see the sign to take you to one of the afterlives. Oh. Oh, okay. What, what if I don't want to die? <laughs> well, it's a bit late for that. I think a ship of sails there. If your body was still here, I could have tried to resuscitate you, but, uh... I just gesture vaguely to the wall of meat. <laughs> I'm somewhere in there. <laughs> look, yeah. look, there's a part of me right there. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I see a foot. <laughs> I, I could try reanimating the foot, but honestly, I don't think you'd have a very good quality of life. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I don't want to be a foot. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go over and put my I'm assuming because we're in the gray I can like touch him yeah so I'm gonna like put my arm around his shoulder but listen I, I know it's tough I I've I've seen it before here but 
this place is just a, a crossroads. It's a, a way station. You don't want to stay here. If you stay here too long, you're just going to fade away and lose all sense of yourself. It's not a good way to spend eternity. I suppose you're right. Think of it this way. Maybe you'll be reincarnated as someone who doesn't die in a meat wall. <laughs> My choices are be a foot, fade away into non-existence, or go on to some potential afterlife. I guess I might as well take my chances. Oh, no, it's, it's not a potential afterlife. There's definitely an afterlife. I just don't know which one you're going to get. Well, there are eight of them? I think so, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully I'll end up in one of the good ones. I mean, personally, I think there's nine. My belief is that there's an afterlife for people who die in their afterlife. <clears throat> there's like a, a mega afterlife. Oh, you're one of those religious nuts. So Wow, says the dead guy who didn't know he was dead. So. I was in a little bit of denial, okay? So if we wanted to reincarnate him, we'd have to get the foot out of the wall, right? And there's the stage here, so we'd have to get the foot loose. I knew you were taking a really long walk to a really bad joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so he just he just says. He just says, I was in denial, okay? All right. Can I I see the book again? Yeah. Good luck. I'll just bring this thing up on... uh, I just want to take a look at the different afterlives real quick. See where he ends up. Does it, does it list the other afterlives in here? Um, I think they are in the uh, fracture. Oh, the eight heavens. Here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see. There's the forest, the grail road, and there's the gray, the moon's faces... Sounds like a drow one. The Palace Multifaceted. The Slumbering Depths. I don't like that one. Mm-hmm. And The Source. Well, yeah. All right, so listeners, let us know in the comments which heaven this guy ends up in. <laughs> which one of the eight heavens. Wow. So apparently, uh, the capital city of the southern Nolish Desert Kingdom has no state religion. The government there dictates that the souls of all people who die within sight of the central ziggurat of Almara are absorbed into the source. Oh. A coruscating realm of energy from which jinns and ifrits are drawn to power Nolish machinery. So the government decided where they go when they die. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's basically it's basically just like a giant integrated circuit. They know this to be a scientific fact because specially shielded teams have braved the depths of the ziggurat, found heaven, and reported back on it with first-hand eyewitness accounts. Okay. Yeah. What was that guy that we were just looking at? Um, I probably a drow. Okay. 
Um, so he he leaves. Uh, he he kind of storms off towards his reward or punishment. You're not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys are are left in the uh, shadowy um, umbral reflection of a you know glistening meat cave. Where there are several weeping people who are in the process of dying horribly, the moon garden, stuffed into the wall, and a giant, uh, <clears throat> murderous uh, creature that is okay. that is now like getting comfortable and and like looks like it's ready to fall asleep, but is is kind of like stroking the cave, like like petting it. Hmm. And and it gives it a little kiss. <laughs> Alright, so we should get into position so we can yeah. just attack it when we come out. Now, just when I say go, this time it's a jump to the right and a step to the left oh. to in get out. Order. Okay, in that order. Yes. Oh. Not much of a dancer. It's not much of a dance. <laughs> I don't have to do it. It's, that's all it is. There's no dance leading up to it. Oh, alright. You had the thing going before. Yeah, getting out is easier than getting in. Right. Which is ironic because we're in the land of the dead. Usually, getting in is easier than getting out. Yeah, uh, but we're so alive, so it's opposite. You uh, you do the anti time warp, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you are out of the gray. All right. Uh, so what do you do? I'm gonna have my death uh, attack it. Okay. I'll release the swarm at it. Uh, which let me just double check. That's kill. And remember, everything is risky, so you drop the highest die from your roll. And this isn't desolate, is it? Uh, no. Alright, so I get two dice, because I have kill. Well, that means I got a three. Oof. Nice. Okay. That's okay, my highest die was a five, so not great either way. So what do I roll to release this one? Um, it says kill, but I yeah. don't have kill. Um, I think you can roll it without the skill. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're rolling zero or negative dice, uh, you roll one die, and a one is a critical fail. You fail on a two to a nine, and on a ten you succeed at cost. Oh, I would have. Okay. For the wisdom flow so sweet, I would have taken kill then in that case. I mean, have you used the the skill that you've taken? Sneak. Sneak, yeah, you have. Yeah. All right. I'll hope for that ten. One. (laughs) Critical fail. (laughs) It's part of ten. All right. Um, So... I just regular failed. I'm going to say... We uh, failed to hit a sleeping thing. <laughs> well, it's not sleeping anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that's going to be fortune stress for the both of you, because it was surprised. You caught it flat-footed. Okay. So it's not going to hurt you, um, but that's going to be a D6 of fortune stress. Two. Five. <laughs> and then <laughs> you check your fallout. I have a feeling it's going to be a yes. I'm good. Wow. Wait. No. I rolled a 12, and I have 10 stress. I have 2 stress, and I rolled a 7. Nice. <coughs> 4, 5. All right. Um, but it definitely sees you now. Um, your swarm is uh, hovering around it. Um, 
So the death thing had one shot, so it missed, but that still counts as its one shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, she she fades. You you basically exhausted her for the scene, mm-hmm. uh, so gotcha. she fades back into insubstantiality. Okay. Well, now um, I'm just gonna. This oh. this thing this thing is like very slowly and deliberately getting to its feet, uh, and it stands looming above you, uh, twice the height of a of a regular person, and it looks down on you, and uh, it just sort of smirks, and you hear it say "meat." Hmm. Uh, so what do you do? I'm gonna. Stab it with my knife, or try. I don't have like any attacks except for. Well, it's a two because I have to drop that ten. Because the only thing I have that's like a weapon other than my bees is a sword hilt with a half inch of broken blade. I don't have a skill really to use it well. You don't have any weapons under your equipment. Nope, the hive tool, which is I think. What I'm using to semi swarm. Well, so if Google Google Hive tool, you could fuck a person up with that. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah, it has a D6 next to it. That means a D4. Oh, but it has kill and brutal. Yeah, but I mean, I don't have kill. Yeah. Oh, that does look painful. Yeah, that's a big old knife. Yeah. All right. Well, I missed again. All right. Uh, so this time it is going to be blood stress. How much? D six. Uh, this is going to be a D ten. Oh, so I basically have to roll a ten in any of my rolls to attack it. Well, that was seven for me. So I, do I even have to? I definitely get. Uh, yeah. Do I have to roll? Because there's no way I don't get. Uh, it's going to be major, major blood fallout. Right. Well, but I'm saying I. Uh, no. Yeah. Just, just clear all your stress because you can't roll under I, a twelve. No. Oh, sure. You can't roll uh, over a twelve. I'm pretty sure uh, 12 is anything I roll on a D12 is going to be under 17. <laughs> so all of your stress goes away. All my stress? Uh, yeah, because it's going to be major fallout. Well, he also gets hurt, though, so, you know. This was a bad idea. Yeah, I think we might die. <laughs> We're never even going to meet the candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> the candlestick maker was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you broken leg. Uh, okay. So it, it smashes you with its claws, uh, mm-hmm. and and you bounce off of the meat wall. Uh, your leg bones splinter and crack. Any action involving the leg, climbing, moving above a crawl, automatically fails. This fallout can be downgraded or upgraded from limping. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you, you fall to the floor with a broken leg. Uh, oh, I just, uh, damn it. Acrobat just closed my thing. Wait a second. Um, so, 
First time each session, I suffer major blood of mind or fortune fallout. Your death manifests to protect you and inflicts D8 stress on whatever caused the fallout. Nice. So it just right. takes a D8. Six. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. Um, so describe what your death does to this thing. Um, so she, she physically manifests, which she never does. Um, and, uh, I'm going to say she, uh, she starts attacking it and rips the antlers off its head. Oh, nice. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... It has some protection, uh, so it doesn't take the full six. Uh, but she does manage to get one of the antlers off of its head. All right. Uh, and it roars in pain and slashes at her, but she's insubstantial, so ha ha ha. Could we use the antler as a weapon? Um... Yeah, uh, she she kind of tosses it away as she... Could as you she, use hunt with it because it's an animal part? I'd let you get away with it. I can actually do something then. I know. All right, I get my bees to bring the, the antler to me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say that it's distracted enough that you guys can get like an action to regroup if you want. You don't have to fight this thing to the death. If you uh, you don't know you don't know what the baker like looks like. <laughs> Which one of you is the baker? Uh, um, <laughs> all of them. Me, me. I'm the baker. No, no, it's me. I am. Uh, Help us. Do you put the tomato paste on before or after you serve? Who cares? <laughs> put it on after, otherwise you'll ruin the loaf. That one. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hobble over to the one who had the correct answer. Uh, I'm gonna try to start cutting him out of the the meat wall with my dagger. Okay. And meanwhile, I'll try to damage the, the the butcher so he doesn't do more to you or the same thing to me. Thank yeah. You. Um. So kind of like. Get up to him and jab um, the antler into its side. Sure, you can try. Do, Do I have best. to roll to cut him out, or is it just like taking... I, I think it's just going to be... It, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now you said this is risky, so I drop what? You drop oh, the, the higher. Highest, the highest die. I got a seven, because I dropped the nine. Nice. Okay. Um, that is success with a cost. Um, so I'll, I'll say that it goes... Easy on you. You, you only, since you succeeded, you only catch like, um, uh, like a little bit of its claws. So uh, D eight to to blood instead of D ten. Bucky. <laughs> Six. And for all your fallout. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have eight altogether. One. So yeah. Okay. So that clears the blood. Or everything. Um, how much you, you took? I had eight and I rolled a one. Okay, I think that's still, I think that's still minor because... Yeah, he's clearing the six. Yeah. He just right. Took. Yeah. So where is this? I feel like this has happened before. Minor blood stress. Um... I get it. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
song. Trying to find an, an acceptable oh, one. Sing it all night long. All right, fine. You're bleeding. <laughs> At the end of each situation where you have this fallout, mark D4 to stress. Mark D4 stress to blood. So basically, you take stress at the end of every scene until Ugh. you get it healed. Um, but you do your damage to it, which to, is um, call it call it a D eight. Oh, watch out! Then I roll the one six. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. Mm. So you have seriously hurt this thing. Uh, it, it looks like it can probably take about maybe maybe one more uh, one more hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is kind of like staggering back. Um, it, it looks like it's uh, it's trying to regroup. Um, you you are about you you have this guy like halfway out of there. All right. <clears throat> As you as you cut him free, uh, you you see that the meat is reforming itself into tiny like grass like like s- sucking mouths that are that are looking for him like <laughs> reaching out toward him. Uh, you don't have compel, do you? No. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. Then uh, yeah. Wait, I pulled him out, or you like, got as him, I'm you've got him like halfway out. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep cutting that. I'm almost there. Um, so you gotta go probably like one more round with this thing. Alright, I'll try to give it another stab because I re- thematically it'd be so much better to do the bees, but I have to roll a 10 if I do that. I mean, I think stabbing it with his own antler is pretty good thematically too. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's pretty badass. Alright, so um, I'll recover from the hit. He did kind of pat off some of the, um, some of the blood. I still have blood? Yeah, I guess mm, I do. I mean, could be of a, of a sort, yeah. And I'll try to lunge at him again. This time, stabbing um, more towards the the chest. Okay. Nine. I rolled a ten and a nine. Damn. Uh, well, yeah. You you get a, a oh, really. If I good, had that ten with the bees, I would have done it. You get a really good hit on him. Oh, that's better than what I would have rolled, which was a two. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll that d eight again uh, for for damage. Four. Okay. Um, that is enough to do it. Yeah. Um, so you you kill this thing. <laughs> you kill this thing in its own lair. With uh, its own antler. With its own antler. Uh, it, On its own birthday. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it it groans and and like blood bursts from its mouth, and it it collapses to the floor, and then the ground starts to like reabsorb it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, waste uh, not want not. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it ate from the cave, and now the cave is taking back what what it's owed. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um. So so you you see like the floor, uh, the way the way I described to um to Caldwalder there, um like little little sucking mouths just like attached to it. Uh, and as as it as its face is eaten by the meat, you see a, a look of like. Final piece on its <laughs> face, um, on it, on its features. The eater has become the eat ed. Yeah, or eat, no, it could be eat ten, but I like eat ed better. Um, so so go ahead, uh, go with um, go with 
uh, a cult plus endure. You have endure. I don't have endure, but I have a cult. Both of us, or just Eric? Um, both of you, because this is real disturbing. Is this still risky? No. Okay. Good. I, uh, so Ten. I have I have neither of those. Ten. Mm-hmm. So, All right. So you're you're. Fine. Oh, I just roll one. <coughs> So nice. Hey. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, he's rude. Um, but you you managed. Broke my leg. I don't like him. <laughs> you managed to get the uh, you managed to get the baker free. Um. Well, since he's dead, we might as well free the other people too. <laughs> please, please help us. Oh, all right. We're busy. Uh can I can I use the is the antler big enough for me to use as like a cane as a, yeah, as a crutch? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I do still have a broken leg. Uh, you you do manage to cut the others free. Uh, since since you did not eat of the cave, mm-hmm. you don't feel the compel you know the the nature the the overwhelming compulsion to um, feed these people to it. They uh, don't um, become butchers. Yeah, they, they they don't become butchers because uh, they didn't eat of the cave. It was just eating of them. <laughs> That's good. Um, but you do rescue, you know, uh, three or four people who are still alive uh, in there. Um, Eric's favorite number of people to rescue. Yeah. And now you guys made, let's see... Uh, you made six progress uh, away from the tower, uh, so you you have to uh, the to get back the resistance of the delve is three. All right, so I'll make a delve check. You can do it. Use Let me, my I'm bank. I'm going to borrow your yeah. And it's not desolate. You said right? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, it's cursed. Well, uh, that's a that's a three. Oh. All right. Um, so I, I'll say this is probably going to be supply stress. Okay. D four. Uh six. Because we're on halfway between tier two and one. Oh, good. Two. Six. Nice. And... Oh, good. Fallout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, major supplies fallout. For six. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Good one. All right, so I'll say lost property. You have misplaced an item. The GM picks which. Uh, you could spend time searching for it, but you'll need to track. You'll need to backtrack, and someone might have made off with it already. Immediately. Uh, um, is it one of my trinkets or my equipment? Or the dimensional barometer of mine. That I'll, I'll say it's the dimensional barometer. Oh, thanks. <laughs> do, you, do you want my bootleg ambrosia to make up for it? <laughs> I already have enough honey. All right, so so basically what happens is it's it's very dark, and uh, because of your broken leg, you're, like, hobbling along. Yeah. Really, the only way you're able to make progress is because you have that crutch and... Uh, Tiny is is helping you along. Uh, you you kind of 
lose your footing. Uh, your vision goes red with pain uh, as you as you put your weight on your shattered leg. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah, and you hear uh, clatter as the barometer goes rolling into a crevasse mm. uh, in in the broken up road as I described earlier. Ah, oh, damn it! If I'd taken that other that other skill, I could get that in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, tiny. Uh, so you you can retrieve it. It's ever. it's just gonna you know you'll you'll need I, another. I'm, I'm not in any condition to do that. I think I'll have to try to replace it later. Okay. I think we have to get that get this mission finished. <laughs> sure. Um, so in that case, it's uh, if you're if you're rolling at base, it's D4. You do damage to the delve. So uh, what 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 do you do to get back? Yeah, you try. Uh, I don't have much I could do. I guess I just roll one die then. Uh, well, uh, I'm just gonna try to re- retrace my. Maybe ask hunt. my. You get, you're gonna hunt because you're gonna follow our trail back. Yeah, there we go. Or sneak. I'll let you get away with sneak. I think technically you're only supposed to use delve to hurt uh, the oh. delves, but I, I don't care. I'll do hunt then. Like I'm retracing my steps. I was gonna say. There you go. Ten. Okay, um, so yeah, you you find the exact same path that you um, just don't roll a one. Yeah, four, four, and and you're back because uh, the uh, ha- you got you got six into the delve, and to get back to a landmark, you got to do half half again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so you yeah, you because it's you, double on a crit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we had <laughs> nailed it. So so you're like. Okay, this way. You remember exactly... The bees help me. The bees um, remember exactly where we went. You remember exactly where to walk, so you don't have to deal with the the broken, uneven, destroyed roadway. Good. Um, And you find yourselves back at the tower. All right. I'm going to go visit that doctor. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I want to stop bleeding I mean, you have the worst problem, but mine's not too fun either. Um, the the baker the so baker the is like overjoyed uh, that you have um, that you have rescued him from what it was almost certain to be like a, a horrible fate. Oh yeah, I met someone who died there. He didn't like it. <laughs> I, I I can imagine it, it was not pleasant. We need a loaf of your best uh, tomato broth. Oh, the the tomato broth. I, I I don't I don't usually bake that outside of festival time, but for you anything. I have five, have ten. Okay. I'm still okay. gonna go to the doctor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he he is going to um, recover for a bit. Um, Me too. Me but too. after after a fashion, uh, maybe maybe like a day or two. Uh, he's, he's back on his feet and, and baking and, um, he delivers to you two, uh, like, ten of what he says are the finest loaves of tomato, tomato and broughton that he's ever baked. I'll take his word for and, it. And gives you a huge container of the sweet tomato paste, tells you absolutely do not put it on until you intend to eat it. <laughs> of course. Take um, and you know what? I, I 
I'm not going to make you uh, replay the the delve to get back to Derelictus. Oh yeah. Um, but you you managed to um, uh, Caldwalder. Your your leg is uh, in in a cast. Um, I will say, um, make me that. Um, hold on a second. Since you are using a haunt in the tower, and just to add a little flavor. Here we are. Uh, make that endure plus a cult roll. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Two. Two. All right. Um, well, let's say that uh, just just so we put a button on this, um, uh, Tiny has to drag you bodily from the tower because um, the the no woman has uh, has you thoroughly convinced that uh, this this is the perfect place to live, <laughs> even when you're inhabited by a swarm of sentient bees. Understandable. Sorry, I got you, buddy. Uh, and you over over the protests of uh, several several of Ventrix's uh, attendants who are who are very eagerly asking you to fill out an exit survey. <laughs> uh, tiny Tiny drags you out of the building. But I had so many comments, Celine. <laughs> we want to know. Tell us your comments. Why would you leave? <laughs> Not by choice, obviously. I'm being dragged. <laughs> how would you rate our? How would you rate our establishment? For one for not satisfied and five for very satisfied. A five all around. <laughs> all right. Um, so you eventually arrive back in Derelictus. Uh, you you meet the attendant uh, and. Uh, <clears throat> He, he was he was despairing. He was almost ready to give up and and return to his master empty-handed, or find some other you know hapless crew of adventurers to hire for this. Hey, mission. we weren't that hapless. <laughs> um, but you you showed up with uh, more more tomaten broughten than the uh, tomaten brought. Uh, than than the uh, attendant could have possibly hoped for. Uh, with with enough with enough ketchup on the side <laughs> to really to really make a meal of it. So that's what it was. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so how do you how do you take your payment? Bees. Do you do you uh, want to do do you want to do self portrait or do you want to do a group portrait? I kind of want a singular portrait. Yeah, same. Okay. Uh, so each of you, each of you gets a, a customized portrait of yourself uh, in the location of your choice, um, with uh, with whatever uh, you know other accoutrement that you might have with you. If you want to bleed yourself, or or if you want to be uh, yeah, I, I, I bleed myself, so uh, I'm like half dead, and my, uh, my my portrait is me lying in a chair, like. 
barely conscious <laughs> with my wrist bleeding and my death like manifested behind me and was like hovering over me with her arms around me and there in, are, like a very protective pose. There are horrifying cats with mouths in the wrong places <laughs> yeah. sitting sitting on your lap and at your feet and licking at the blood. Yep. I was just going to be surrounded by many, many bees. Correct. Just cr- arms crossed in front of me as bees just fly in a halo around me. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that was any way you slice it. Um, that was that was an adventure through the heart. Ooh. Next time we have to deal with these rumored goats of spire. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It is a it is a fun fucked up little den- dungeon delving game. Yeah, yeah. I think I enjoy Spy. I think I like the setting of Spire more though. But I I kind of prefer bad. I kind of prefer the system of Heart. I I like. I mean, it's basically the same system, but I feel like they refined it a little more and and made the rules a little more intuitive. For the I don't second. remember. I don't know if I've ever actually played Spire. I don't, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever run it. Oh, there's no character sheet in the back. (laughs) The character sheets are very similar. Um, But anyway, thoughts, comments, questions, suggestions? I like bees in this game. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm glad you guys liked it. I may I may run more of this or if you if you want to play Spire I'll I'll cook up some Spire scenarios. I mean you can I might I might pass like I said I'm not I don't know. There's something I there's something about heart that doesn't always grab me. I like I think I prefer Spire more. Okay. I don't know. Something something about the setting of heart is I don't Off-putting? know. Well, <laughs> it is. Just a little just a little uncomfortable. I I was uh I was like bouncing ideas off of Allison last night while she was decorating for Christmas. And um I'm I'm just like reading her some of the class descriptions and and she immediately latched on to the bee druid. <laughs> and it seemed like a bunch of times after I would read something she would go, "That's real fucked up, man." <laughs> yeah. She's right. <laughs> So, anyway, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, maybe maybe we'll play more Spire or Heart in the future. Um, and does anyone have any final will thoughts? Eric Takesh likes bread. He feels rotten without tomat and broughten. He butters Ed. 